If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. This is Reed Saunders, professional Colorado sports announcer. 1-0 to Ryan, drives it to right, going back, Puig, and it's gone! You're tuning in to the Mile High Pundit Podcast. Bones to Jokic, Follow us on Twitter at Mile High Pundit Podcast. The Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions, and they will lift Lord Stanley a mile high. Now, here's your hosts, Joel James and Jared Shuck. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to, I believe now it's episode 45 of the Milehead Pundit Podcast. I uh, woke up, still champs, a couple weeks later, feels great. Uh, I'm going to welcome my co-host here, uh, all the way down there from uh, the great state of Texas. Jared, how you doing, brother? Did you say 45 on the episode? Yeah, yeah, episode ah, 45. Damn, add on that one. I, I was looking up quickly before you pulled me in, I was like, are we actually on 45? Shit. Well, I guess let's just get the cat out of the bag. Joel got COVID. I was in Colorado. It was a shit show. This is why we've been off for a month. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, shit, Jared. Last time I saw you, it was game five watch party. Um, no, which was just- no, cleats. No, no. Cleats. 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 We were fucked up. Yeah. That was a fun. Um, that was fun, dude. I didn't think it was going to be that fun. It was was more fun at Cleats, I think, because everyone just... It's kind of hanging out. Yeah, it was just more the, we expected this kind of night, not so much like... Like, like, like the dinner part was cool and all, but like, everyone was like, once we got the Cleats, all fucking bets were off. It was was awesome. Yeah, and I do have to say, catching COVID, totally worth it. Blame the parade on that one. You were there. Totally, totally worth it. I'm guaranteed... yeah, I, I definitely caught it from the parade. Um, we went with our, I guess we can call them our sister podcast now, uh, Bailey Curtis from the Surge cast and her boyfriend Grant, uh, but they drove up because they didn't want to deal with parking and we just kind of walked there, which was nice. Um, but Grant tested positive for COVID. Bailey somehow is just a wizard and has not. And then I kind of started feeling a little bit on the downside, tested positive. And then it just wiped me out. Um, for those of you who watched the 
in a, the the draft show for the NHL draft, I was just I looked like a walking corpse going back and watching that. But <laughs> um, that was brutal. Yeah, that, that yeah. was a four-hour show, by the way. Like I, I thought we'd be like, okay, I thought it'd be like maybe a couple hours. We're done, nice, easy, to the point. No, fucking got dragged on. It, yeah, I really felt like it was dragging. Um, I was over there like trying to mute myself from like coughing all over the stream. <laughs> um, but interesting enough, like kind of just going back to that draft, Slavkovsky, Canadians are. They're actually uh, bringing him down a notch. He's going to play, I believe, in the CHL next year. Which, I mean, it's a Canadians-type move. They would be the franchise to do something like that. I personally think he's ready, um, ready to be an NHL contributor, at least. But it's kind of interesting but, but to see that. But there's no reason to rush him when Montreal's not in a win now, obviously. Yeah, very true. There, there, there's no need to rush him. I mean, that that's what kind of put a couple guys behind the eight ball in the app system was them getting rushed up to the fucking to the club, and then they went to shit real quick. The obvious outliers, Kel fucking Makar, but whatever. He's just he's something. He's he's an anomaly in the best way. There's there's no one that quite has done it like him through all all levels of hockey really that he's played. Um, he's shown that he can he can be the guy, um, which I think we saw with him winning the the Conn Smythe to go along with just a resume of of just hardware at this point. Um, along with you know Stanley Cup too doesn't doesn't hurt things, but yeah, man, that parade was absolutely wild. Um, Lekkonen at one point was drinking out of a shoe. Um, yeah, yeah, Bedsy with his cigars, uh, Ranton and was doing like the Jersey chugs nonstop. Like it was just, it was wild. I don't know if you caught a lot of the, uh, the speeches. Every single, watched every go. single one. What was your favorite one, by the way? Bedsy. Just curious. Bedsy? Yeah. I was, I was waiting, Emotional. I was waiting for the F-bomb from Landy. I was just sitting there waiting. I was like, going to come gonna show up mm-hmm. gonna be here mm-hmm. and then he dropped it I'm like god I didn't go entire celebration without that <laughs> yeah I, there there was people on twitter that were pissed at that by the way like they're like those leave, are, those are leave the people. expletives that's leave the, the expletives out of it like that's the get off my like, lawn uh, people dude that's all it is yeah. it's, just, it's just people are like get off my lawn you know it's just right. stupid shit at. You guys aren't allowed to have fun type beat. I right. don't know. Um, my favorite's got to be Rantanen's. Just with the, his his entrance alone. I mean, the fist pump. <laughs> it's just, like, I catch myself sometimes going back and watching that. Like, it's just, it's glorious. Um, crowd was phenomenal, by the way. Uh, like, in total, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a weekday, mind you. And 600,000 plus people showed out. So, it was insane. It was nuts. Yeah. You, you think about like Denver's population, like the, the city of Denver is like 700K, but you got to count like, you know, all the other suburbs too. So it's about like two, 2 million, 2.5 bill to three. But, but, but half a mil plus showing out to that, regardless, especially on a work day, like that's just, 
that's insane to me. Um, you can't say that Denver doesn't love their hockey. Uh, it was all in all just just a blast going down there and seeing that. Well, let's just get right into it. I mean, we're pretty far Step behind the time. fucking eight ball, you know. I mean, it's that time of the year. We're that we're just we're so far behind the eight ball. I mean. We could go back and rehash all that. We're going to go back and do that. It's going to be a four-part series. We're not doing that one yet. We're kind of cap-crunched and time-crunched at the moment. Um, but we're working we're, we're working on a, a big four-part series that will carry you guys probably through to training camp in September. If we can get it all squared away quickly, we can get it done and get you guys through September with training camp, hopefully. Um, Most definitely. At least that's the goal, right? Or we'll probably fuck it up somehow, like usual. Yeah. Um, let's quickly, let's just go through the, uh, the signings from this offseason. Um, I'm going to start from the back end. We're going to start with Alexander Georgiev. Trade and sign. Uh, three years at, nine, at, at a 10.2. So 3.4 annually. Uh, I, I talked about this a little bit on the uh, Game Over podcast with uh, Grit and Barrett, which, uh, which has not debuted yet. So I'm going to save a little bit of my, my opinions on this one. Um, Congrats on that, by the way. Yeah, I don't know when that's coming out. I have no idea. I've, I mean, when it comes out, it comes out. I really don't care. But For sure. We'll, we'll obviously see what it does. Uh, what, what did you think of, uh, of that signing? I think it is absolutely savvy. Um, abs- absolutely savvy. I mean, and... and like it kind of reminds me, and we were even talking about this a little bit on um, our Twitter space when we just had to talk about you know stuff that was going on. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the Grubauer signing. Um, guy that's kind of unproven, but has shown flashes of potential. Like I watched some of his his highlight saves, man, and he's quick. Like he he's got some fire in him. Um, I, as far as the the cap is concerned like three three point under three and a half mil under 5.2 mil total for your goalie room is great value for the next three years especially considering all of the other pieces that the app signed and Georgi has a guy and we can call him georgie uh i watched an interview um from him and he feels the same way uh just kind of talking about how it's it's a dream for for someone like him to to come into the organization that is the abs and he he recognizes the dominance that he has in front of him and i think he can he can succeed with it um goalies don't make the abs in my opinion they don't need to go after you know a, a mark andre Fleury, in my opinion which in my it, it'd just be an overpay for this team at this point you don't need that um Georgiev and Frankie, absolutely perfect, especially considering the way Frankie played in his first season healthy back in a while for a Stanley Cup run. I mean, without him, we, we, we bow out at some point, in my opinion. With, with, without that solidified number two, you're absolutely right. Colorado, there's no way Colorado gets through. Uh, on a, probably doesn't get through uh, Nashville. No, they they probably fall to Nashville, not even get to St. Louis. You know what I mean? So yeah, because who who would have started if 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 Frankie? Let's play like a what if for a little bit. If Frankie 
happened to be out and that stuff happens with Kemper as it did. You would have a guy like, like a, like a, uh, at that point, I think it was Ananen actually that was addressing with the team. Um, so. Which I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I actually, here's the thing that kind of was irritating me the most about it, right? And you know me, I'm extremely vocal about this, extremely opinionated. You don't sign a goaltender who's going to be 32 when the puck drops in October to a five-year deal. You don't fucking do that. You don't. Especially the, when he's looking for money. The, the fact that Grubauer, or not Grubauer, uh, it's, it's basically a Grubauer deal all over again, so I mean, it's basically might as well call him Grubauer. Um, the, the Kemper deal that he got at, what was it, 5 by 5.25? Yeah, for, with the caps. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're paying him basically 10, yeah, 10. No. Yeah, like I mean, it's just it's not that's not worth it when 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 there's just no reason to pay your pay a goalie that much at that old. I mean, if if Kemper was let's say let's say Kemper was three years younger, I've got no problem paying him that money. None. The problem is that he's thirty two and the puck drops, and that's the same issue I think that Nazem Kadri's running into on the free agent because at uh, free agent market because as of local time is five forty five, so four. 45 in Denver on July 24th in the year of our war 2022 he is not signed anywhere he is one of the biggest name free agents who has not signed Niederreiter off the board to Nashville Johnny Goudreau off the board to Columbus that was a fucking shocker yeah I mean there's just you got you got Kachuk mm -hmm. going to Florida which Fantastic move on his opinion, like uh, just just a savvy business move for him. He's going to a state with no with no income tax. That's fucking brilliant. He was getting raked over the coals with Canada's income tax. I mean, oh yeah, because they his contract he got offered it was like eleven mil per year, which is not like it started at eleven mil essentially, and. He turned it down because in the end, taxes would have wiped it out to like eight, five, maybe nine up there. Well, but e- even then, too, Goudreau, once Goudreau leaves, Chuck has no reason to stay. None. No. What, what, what's the point of him staying when he is now going to be relied on to be the number one guy? You know what I mean? Like, like he can yeah. do it. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved for him to come, and co- come to Colorado and do a little trade there. But I mean, it's just, it's not one of those ones where we didn't get Chuck. I'm not upset about it. If we don't get Kadri, I'm not upset about it. There's still so many good names on the free agent market right now that it's kind of holding up everything. If Kadri signs day one of free agency, I think this moves a lot quicker. I, I think Colorado and uh, McFarland are now holding out because it's no longer Sackick. Make, well, Sackick is still making some decisions, but... Um, that was honestly one of the most important signings of free agency was locking up McFarland. Right. Um, just because he, he was a guy that was sought after multiple teams wanted him, had been wanting him for past, you know, a couple of years now type beat. And him and Sackick, they just worked together in a great way. Um, it's their minds behind the whole operation. And that's why, that's why teams wanted a piece of McFarland. Um, so great to see them keep that, 
just that uh, consistency going. And um, yeah, and then after that, I mean, all the little signings too, man. You get Cog, you get Cogs back for a year. You get Helm back for a year. Um, you get the nuke deal done before free agency even starts. Key, in my opinion. I, I, I will still hold my hat on the biggest signing is Arturi Lekinen at the cap hit we got him for. 100%. Like that, I, I was expecting him to get around $6 million a year. Yeah. I mean, that's... Both of us were. I was, I was expecting 5-5 five, five at least. Right, and I was like, if we can get him, if we can get him cheaper than great. Like I was expecting nuke right around six, but but I like the way that nuke's contract is set up in the uh, in the long term. Let's see. Nuke's contract is I got you right here. Uh, he signed a oh hell, I can't find. It. Of it. Um, I want to say I want to say he signed an eight year at a six point one two five AAV or yeah six years yeah six years at six point one two five. So I mean that's a fucking hell of a deal. And then he got Lekin in on a five year four point five deal, which did not see that coming in the slightest. Yeah, I mean he's an RFA. You you lock him up long term. Um, one of the one of the nicer ones, just just like a satisfying signing, in my opinion, was the Manson signing because there was all this talk about you know him wanting to go back to Anaheim and Anaheim having a mutual interest to get him back, um, at least in the beginning, and then it's like oh nope, we get four more years of Manson as well. Right. I mean that's just insane, honestly. Yeah, you already got LOC signed, so there's that. Um, they're 26, 25, 26. Um, uh, 24, 25. 24, 25. And you, I don't know, keeping, keeping that line together too with Cogs and Helm is going to be like run it back, man. Um, run it back. I mean, yeah, I, I love getting Cogs back. I love getting Helm back on the deals we got. Uh, who uh, the Josh Manson deal at four point five? I still like it. I still don't think it's an overpay. It's that championship tax, man. There, there's going to be a championship tax every time. That's just how it goes. Yeah. It, it is what it played, is. How he played, man, through the run. That stop he had in front of the net. I mean, and being a big brother to everyone on the ice, just as far as. You know, bringing that physical presence, also scoring some uncanny goals as well as a defenseman. Like it, it just glad to see it happen. So, um, so really quick, I want to go back to the Georgiev deal. Here's what I see. Here's what I envision happening. Yeah. After the season, Colorado Publics move on from Pavel Francouz and bring up Annanen to be the backup in in Denver. That's what I think happened. I I think Annanen plays a full year in Loveland this year. And fully gets his feet wet with them. Um, I mean, he played in forty eight this year with a with a three hundred one eight nine and a eight ninety three save percentage. Not great, not anything to write home about. But in the playoffs, I mean, 
nine games, two forty six and a nine twenty three. So he stepped up. Yeah, he, he's doing something right. You know what I mean? Um, he's here's the thing about Anunen. He's twenty two. He's still yeah. he's super super young in the term in, in the goaltending world. So he, he's not like a defenseman or a forward who like twenty two. You're expecting to really kind of step up and step into their game like we're expecting Martin Kaut to do at some point, but I'm not going to ever think that Martin Kaut's going to do something, unfortunately. Um, I, I kind of lost all hope with Martin Kaut. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, he was drafted in what, 18, 19? Uh, with with Annanen, yep. right? I think it was with Annanen in that class. He was in 2018, 16th overall. Yeah. 18, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah, I mean, give him a year. Give him a year down there. You know, keep him on that same path as, as Ananen. And if he doesn't show anything uh, more after this year, then I agree. It's kind of, we'll see what happens. Um, you just let him walk as an RFA and not care. You're just like, bye. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, You've got you've got better guys down there that I think could even have a say, not like day one starters, but they'll be in the lineup as the season goes on. Type, um, I think you and I both know, but you know, guys like that, like a, the Ben Myers and all those. Right. I mean, next year's Maybe kind of the next year's kind of the bigger year, though. I mean, when we're looking at the grand scheme of things. You have six forwards who are either RFA or UFA. Yeah. You got three defensemen who are either RFA or UFA, one of them who you're probably not re-signing, and one of them who needs a pretty big deal. And that's just on the defensive side, and on the forwards, I mean, Nathan McKinnon, he's coming up, so... Yep. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with with Lucas Sedlak, so... I mean, Colorado still has $3.9 million of space. There are plenty of people still available to to go after still yeah and that 3.9 you can you can totally devote to that player because um you know for next year eric johnson's money's coming out the books that's an extra six mil and then but, but how much of that gets go, tied up with nathan mckinnon that, well probably all of it that's the thing but it's going to be a nice little fluid sort of sort of transition because mckinnon's last cap hit comes off the books, which is like an extra nine, I want to say. Um, Dude, Sonny Milano is still out there. That would be be wonderful. Um, but yeah, with, with like the cadre, the, the cadre stuff going on, it's like you're seeing all these deals kind of go down. The, the Gaudreau deals, the Kachuk deals. Um, it's tough because it's like teams. I, I, I you know, the, the term in my opinion is is off for what he's looking at compared to, um, and it's amazing in my opinion that Colorado's still in his uh, talks at this. I mean, you know, just seeing all these suitors kind of bow out, bow out, bow out. Um. I mean, you put it out in a tweet a few days ago. It was like, you know, three three years is perfect for 
for a Kadri signing if if we were to resign him. It's the same deal as Kemper, dude. He's gonna be thirty two in the puck drops. What 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 is the point? To even do yeah. that. What what I is mean, the point? He, he 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 had his injuries regular season. He had his injuries postseason. The way he, I mean, he plays with an edge, you know, he plays with such an edge that it's like, at his age, it's, it's kind of hard not to expect him to get hurt again. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a crossroads with, with that. It's like, we have guys like Newhook, who I feel could develop in a big way next year. If that's the case, you probably go out and get someone else with that 3-9. Well, Ben Myers, too. You, everyone seems to be Myers. sleeping on Ben Myers and Oscar Olofsson possibly playing with the Big Boy Club this year. I'm, I mean, what, what is, what, what's, what's, what, what's keeping think, from, them from saying, like, hey, let's just pull these guys up and say, fuck. Yeah, I mean, you don't think Myers would be a third-line guy, though? So even if he is a third-line guy, right? Let's, let's say he goes three. He goes to a third-line guy. You have JT Comfer. Who can go play two C? Yeah, you have Alex Newhook who can play three C and let Myers go be a fucking pest and a half to play on, play against on the wing. You got Sampo Ranta still down in Loveland. Yeah, Alex Bucage, Jean Luc Foudy. Like, there's still plenty of people in the pipeline. Is it as deep as it once was? Absolutely not. No. Like Kiefer Sherwood leaving is a, probably a big minus for. For the, for the Eagles, that probably the biggest. Um, but I mean, really, outside of that, I mean, they're they're not that bad, <laughs> you know. Like it, it could be much no, much worse. No, and plus in the playoffs, they had the unfortunate, you know, they just they ran into the buzzsaw that was the Stockton Heat at the time, and the Lightning had just dropped them as their affiliates, so they were playing with absolutely just. Like they had been shot out of a cannon. Um, like trying to prove, like, hey, like we're out here. Who's who's going to take us in? Type thing. Um, but they had, you know, they had a decent season. Um, all things considered, down there, and some guys definitely like Sampo Ranta and uh, Ben Myers, and I mean Luke Foudy, Luke Foudy dressed with us. During the run, so you gotta you gotta think he's gonna see some time uh, with the Avs next year. Might not be, you know, it'll be in a limited role, but um, we've also got the added benefit that guys like Arturi Lekkinen can slide in and play two C, or even Miko. Miko can play two C. Yeah, and honestly, I don't want Miko to play with McKinnon anymore. I'm over it. I'm completely over. I like that take. You you can put Nachushkin with McKinnon for the rest of eternity. You will not see bitch one fucking not at That's all. the line, man. That's the line. That's the whole reason why Nuke was up first in the first line in the first place with Mac. Just with how he was playing being an absolute just pests and a half on the four check and being able to score. I mean, he's a wrecking ball, man. And you combine that with Mac. That's all you need. Like, I don't know. You know, you could have a guy like a up there. 
and then have Landy and Moose on the second line. Um, I think you keep you keep two of the three together, but it just the amount of the 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 amount of moves that they can make within that top six, as far as them playing different positions and rotating out. And I mean, we saw we saw Lekkonen play all three lines during the run. And was just as effective, meshed just as well, which is why we signed him. Um, you're, you're signing the guys that are, that are just able to, to push that culture forward, in my opinion. You're signing all of the guys that had a big impact in the playoffs. Here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Is Samuel Girard on the roster for opening night? Yes. I think he is. Um, I have heard a lot of rumblings about him maybe getting traded in terms of going after a potentially bigger fish for a 2C. And then people were like, well, like you signed Manson, you know, for, for that reason maybe, but he's still on a team-friendly deal, man. I don't think he messed with that. Um, but but has, has the seed already been, been planted in the executive branch's mind that we can win without him because we did it for the last two rounds? Most definitely. And that's, that's where you get the abundance of riches. Um, like, for example here, man, whether it be next year, it'll happen within the next two years. Bowen Byron will be in the top pairing with Kale McCarr, in my opinion. Because the thing that people forget about Gerard was how effective he was with Devon Taves on that second pairing. I mean, he was having a hell of a playoffs until, until you know, he got his collarbone snapped. <laughs> um, sternum. Sternum. Ugh. But that's even worse. Um, but, like, you know, like, I don't think you mess with that. I am on the complete opposite side of that with you. I think Bowen Byron remains on the second pairing, but I think he plays with Josh Manson. <laughs> and you can't break up Kale McCarr and Devon. You, you fucking can't. I, I mean, that chemistry alone is so stupidly good that uh, it's, just, it, it's hard to even think about. You know? Yeah, no. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's, it is insane. Um, I mean, Corsi 4, they're two of the top ten with Kill being, you know, probably one or two up there as far as as far as that goes, and I mean, you and I have both seen the magic that they've that they've done on the ice. Like, there's no there's no denying that. But what I'm looking at is Bowen Byron being 21, playing in all 20 of our games, being a plus 15 in those games, and on top of that, logged the most minutes for time on ice for defensemen total. In the Stanley Cup finals, like he 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 had more time on ice than Kale McCarr. Not that that's you know really anything you know crazy, but it's like there he's he's developing too, man. Like, um, but that's the beauty of it. Like you can shuffle and mix and match those guys based on your play style. 
if, if you want to have a more offensive like you just have an abundance of riches down there it's it's why they traded Hellison and Baron away for Lekin and Manson. like but I will agree with you in the fact that them signing Manson to that term might be like a hey this is going to be like he's going to be a staple of our of our second line for for a good while but I mean defensively you also have Kale McCarr and it really just doesn't like it's not fair <laughs> um, when you look at it it really isn't uh, here's another fun hypothetical yeah will we finally see another defenseman win the Hart Memorial Trophy and this defenseman's Kale McCart. No one, no defenseman has won the Hart Memorial Trophy since 19, since 1999-2000 season when Chris Pronger did it when he was with the Blues. Is this the first time that we, that we actually get a defenseman in that consideration for the Hart Trophy? Jared, this is a guy who's a two-time National Junior A MVP. He's a World Junior A champion. He's, an, he's a member of that all-world junior championship team. Hobie Baker Award, Calder Award, Calder Trophy, uh, NHL All-Star, his first year, his first full year in the league. Loses the Norris, then comes back to win the Norris this year. On top of adding, adding a Conn Smythe and a Stanley Cup. If anyone could win the heart, it's him. Because he is only 23. He is top two or three in every single metric, offensively and defensively, for a defenseman. That is the definition of the game's best two-way defenseman right there. If anyone can win the heart, it's him over the next couple years. And to all the Jacob Slavin fans out there... Bailey? Zach? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a no. It's... You can't compare the two as far as what Kale brings in just all of the other aspects. Like This is a dude who, when he got drafted by UMass, UMass had won four games total the past two seasons. Him being there for two years took them from a basement dweller as far as college hockey goes. And they just won the national championship this year, this past year. That's because of Makar. That's because of the level of play that he, <laughs> that he showed for them. I mean, he, he, was pacing, he, he was pacing forward production as a defenseman throughout the college hockey landscape. On top of that, he's going to he he he's he's being named captain of of Canada's uh, World Juniors team. He he's he's playing Olympic hockey for for Canada as well. Then he gets drafted by the Avs, and his his <laughs> that home game. I mean, it's like the hype train was already rolling, man. Like after he won the the Hobie Baker too, like. He is a force that hasn't been seen type thing. And you cannot compare anyone to him. I don't care 
who it is because of how young he is right now. He's 23. The only like knock I could say that is that he hasn't really been, he hasn't played in like all the games, right? He's been, he's missed some here and there, but like he's otherworldly, man. And that's why like defensively we're set. Like as far, as far as that top pairing goes, we are set for, for a good while here. Because he will continue to grow. Like, this isn't his ceiling. This is his floor type thing that we're seeing. And that should terrify the absolute piss out of anyone that's playing Colorado the next couple years. Like, good luck. Because he's only going to get better. It's true. All right. Real quick, we'll be right back. We got to take care of some business. And before we leave, we want to tell you about one of our brand new presenting sponsors before we hit the other ads. Let us introduce you to In the Clutch Apparel. These guys have some really amazing clothing. Um, it's very editable. You can take your own design to them. Hey, you guys can even do take a design for us and take it and do that for us. If you guys want to help us out, we don't have the time to be graphic designers anymore. I wish we did when we first started this pre- during COVID. Damn, that would have been a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, use the code Mile High Pundit for 10% off your order, your purchase, whatever it may be. Also, Shocked Energy. Use code Pundit10. Shocked Energy has a bunch of uh, good flavors. Low caffeine, low sugar, just has a ton All of natural. Natural, natural energy in there for you. So uh, use either of those. You got In the Clutch Apparel for uh, Mile High Pundit's 10% off, and Shocked Energy is Pundit10 for 10% off your order. Give them, a, give them a shout, give them a try, and we'll be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tina Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tina Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. Okay, Joel, I got asked this question on Game Over with Grit and Barrett podcast. I'm going to ask you the exact same question. Lay it on me. Do the Avs have a chance at repeating and what will be their, what will be the key for them to repeat and what will be the key for them not to repeat this year? The Avs definitely have a chance of repeating. Just with the way that the recent additions have meshed with the core. It is a no-brainer. Um, in my opinion, they can absolutely compete. Um, I mean, their main core of of Rantanen, McKinnon, Makar, Landeskog, like those original guys, like combined age of, of like it's it's twenty five, um, which is crazy to me. It's just it's wild. Um, this team is primed to make multiple runs. And 
I think that they can because they just proved how uh, just far and ahead they are of everyone. They just went 16-4, and four, uh, two sweeps, one in the Western Conference Finals. Thanks, Oilers. And, you know, there wasn't that game. <laughs> Stanley Cup Finals, we were held to our fewest amount of goals, and we still outclassed Tampa Bay. Like, this team, healthy, absolutely. Caveat is healthy. It is hockey, and that would be the downfall scenario of this team if someone were to suffer, God forbid, knock on wood, an injury, like a bad injury. That's the only thing, in my opinion, that would derail this team from from having a chance to repeat because they are, even with all the moves that have happened, Free agency-wise, Avs are still a notch above everyone, in my opinion, because they have chemistry going for them. They have guys sticking around. And, you know, a lot of these big fish trades, they're going to they're gonna have to take some time to, to learn how to play with each other. Um, also love the fact that Georgie, our new goalie, played with Rantanen back in the day. Kind of an interesting fact. But, like, you're seeing this team continue to build, I think, in my opinion. If they stay healthy, it is no-holds-barred Excelsior type shit for me. And with the way they played that fourth line being probably one of the toughest, if not the toughest, fourth lines in the league, they could definitely go back-to-back. I don't care who's behind that. You're not beating this team four lines deep. You're just not. They're too good, Jared. They're too, the boys are too good, man. They're, they're too good. So what, then what, what would cause Colorado to not... I'm not going to spoil my answers. You guys can go listen to Grid Barrett podcast uh, when that episode drops. I believe it's going to be next week sometime, so you guys can listen to my answers there. But what, what would it cause for them to not repeat? So, some sort of injury. Um, that's the only thing. Like, like I said, I don't think there's a team that can, that really will hold a candle to us come playoffs next year if everyone stays healthy. Um, that being said, you and I have seen it before. Um, you know, multiple times 2020, 2019, 2018. To where injuries have derailed a very, very good team. And I mean, like when I'm talking injuries, I'm not just talking about, ah, a broken bone. Like I'm talking about, you know, losing your entire goalie room and relying on an AHL guy in a game seven. Or just some freak thing like that. Um, Because this isn't, like, it's not the Homer and me coming out or anything like that. The Avs are. They just accomplished one of the most dominant playoff runs that we've seen, you and I have ever seen, that the league has seen probably to date in a while. Like, maybe the 80s Oilers and Islanders, maybe. But, like, you saw... And, and you got to look at their their opposition, too. Teams in our division aren't really doing a whole lot, in my opinion. Um, 
I mean, Edmonton does get Campbell Soup. Um, but they also didn't really do anything to improve, and we swept them. And it wasn't really because of... I mean, Mike Smith helped, but it was an outclassing type thing. You and I both saw it. Um, you and I have also both talked about the Kings, potentially. That's a scary team. And they have, you know, they've got their guys ready to... And they took Edmonton to seven games uh, in a surprising sort of upstart for them. Um, Calgary getting Huberto. Interesting, but I, I don't think it's going to amount to much because they've just, they've lost too much. Um, and yeah, I, the one thing that will derail this team from having a chance at repeating next year would be a catastrophic injury at the worst time. Fair enough. Well, what, what have you, what have you been up to? I mean, we've been off for a month, man. I mean, obviously the COVID thing kind of bit you in the ass. You've been playing Vanguard. You've been playing Warzone. What, what, what have you been doing with your time off at home? I mean, fuck it. I mean, we, we, we got like 15 minutes left. I mean, come on, let's just, let's yeah, shoot the shit. Let's, um, let's treat it like we used to and just shoot the shit. I got you. I got you. I've been, I've been pretty well, man. Um, I'm just taking it easy. Um, COVID, I was just absolutely, like, it was, ugh, it was brutal in the worst way. Like, couldn't leave my apartment type beat, was going stir crazy, getting my groceries delivered to the house. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, just kind of getting back in the swing of things, really. Um, I feel a lot better, you know, since since all this stuff happened two two ish weeks ago now. Um but uh but yeah, I don't know. Been uh kind of on a little little journey maybe, you know, trying to find some inner chi. Um had a tarot reading. It was pretty interesting. Um I've got some apparently some opportunities coming my way. So I'll leave it at that. It's been good vibes all around. Tight beat. Um, and, uh, yeah, just trying to get through, you know, get through the rat race, so to speak. But uh, it's nice because it's actually been, like, a lot cooler recently. Um, as fuck, far as... Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Dude, it was talking. 109 here on Tuesday. 109 Tuesday, Yikes. Wednesday, 109. That's not with humidity, that's straight heat. So, what it actually felt like was one was like what 119, something stupid like that. Jeez, that yeah, that's that's brutal. Um, I can attest to that from, from living down there, like in the south. At times, it can be sweltering. 119 is absolutely insane. I mean, it's been like up here, it's been maybe like, yeah. Low to mid nineties, but then it's also been humid here, which has been um I mean, you know how it how it goes in Colorado in July you always get those thunderstorms um late afternoon. So it's it's kind of a more humid heat, which I kinda like it. I think the air smells absolutely delicious and <laughs> but it's usually pretty dry up here. 
Here's the question that's been on my mind. Are we going to an IDP system this year for fantasy football? What are we doing? That, that, so, that got floated at the reunion. I want you to know that that got floated. I wasn't sure if you were there or not. I, I mean, by that point, most of us were pretty trashed. So, so fantasy football, that, be, that's what we need to know. This is all we care about now because we're going to have our fantasy hockey league, which we're going to open up to our friends and our friends over here who listen to the podcast. We're going to open that up to them. Um, see if they want in. It's a little bit, it's a very, very, very structured system. So, Indeed. Um, but, uh, oh, I guess I should mention this, t- mention this too. Um, we are going to be doing a pretty cool giveaway uh, for our podcast. Um, I happened to nab a couple copies. Jared, yours is in the mail. It's coming. It's on its way. Um, <laughs> but uh, front page, Stanley Cup champs. Uh, Denver Post Special Edition. Um, we got an extra one. So, um, not sure how we're gonna do it yet, but maybe it'll be like a like a trivia question or like a like a little contest that we'll put on or something. But someone will be getting um, basically uh, that copy and then the day after too, because it has all the all the other stuff like front page it's like a big celebration in the streets type thing great like memorabilia piece really um put it in the glass case you know you can always kind of look back at it type type uh and never touch it again yeah you might want to like treat that paper too because you want that looking fresh you don't want to be getting old and yellow and all that which does happen um but uh Was IDP or not? Are we going team defense? We're doing IDP. So we're probably going to because the the OP spot uh, received a lot of love this year, and I re- I really enjoyed playing with the OP spot. I liked OP. OP was good, but IDP wise, maybe dial it back a little bit because we do have. I want to say like it's a um, linebacker spot and a and a secondary spot. No, we just had, so, we had straight defense, didn't we? We only had straight defense. Mm, I'll have to go back and look. I'm like 90, um, I'm like ninety percent sure that swap out. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a straight defense special teams. So I was one of the reasons I, I thought we had IDPs. I'll have to go back and look at that. Um, it might have been pre me because I, mean, I jumped in what two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we might bring it back. Maybe even like do like an extra flex spot or like a like a legit two QB spot because that's what everyone was doing. Like it was OP spot was like an extra quarterback um, type thing. So um, Christian and I actually had been talking about um, some interesting kind of formats, some different formats to the league. Um, one of those being it's 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 basically called the vampire league so ideally you have one computer-based player right and you just load this team up with waiver wire stuff like just nope like you're not going to like good luck type thing um however if this team beats either like any of us as we're playing each other throughout the regular season that vampire team 
basically takes your top score from that week. And you know how crazy our, uh, our league's weeks can be with just random top scores and people jumping up into the 200s, like you have to hit 210 to win a game, 218 maybe. You know, I'm not saying 218 for any particular reason, I'm just saying 218. <laughs> right, yeah, no reason, right? <laughs> Jared. I think that was our game, but it was like two, like two something to two, dropped like 230 on me, so. <laughs> you needed like a uh, hell of a week that week and you still couldn't get it done. It was, a, it was nuts. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that's like the, that's, that's the fun, uh, the fun of an eight-man league. Like, um, even with our uh, fantasy hockey league, when uh, it kind of split up for like the second half of the season, we had four, <laughs> four people, man. Rosters were absolutely just like stacked. <clears throat> we, stacked. We went from an eight. We went from like a eight-team league to a six-team. Yeah, and everyone was stacked. But I, I want to try and get it to. I want to try and get it to a twelve-team league this year. That'd be interesting. Because that fun. that would be a tough swing. But, uh, but yeah, Christian ended up winning that the league this year. So congrats to Christian. Um, I believe everyone's paid up except for my cousin Sheldon, which I'll have to get uh, on him about. But um, yeah, we've also got we'll probably we'll probably run like an episode two in the future, just about like some nugget stuff that's been developing. Um, things like that. Maybe touch on the Rockies a little bit here and there. I'm completely just not even into it, though. They've they've continued to Rocky, as as they say. It's just it's not even fun to watch that anymore. It's really not. Like, no. I, 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 I would sit down and watch some of the games and be like, oh, yeah, this is great. And now I just don't care. It, it's hard for me to get behind a, a team that it just isn't good. It's hard. Yeah. I like their draft pick. Gabriel Hughes will be good. Both of them are pretty good, honestly. They're, they're both pretty good. Yeah. And even then, I mean, I, I think one of the big things we're going to have to talk about coming up, too, is the World Cup in November. I, I mean, that's going to be huge. I mean, uh, USA's draw was phenomenal. Um, I did get a good draw this year for once. <laughs> I, I like, I do like the draw. Um, you see Pulisic's uh, game winner? Mm-hmm. He's really coming into his own, man. Over there. Just, like, he's a far cry from the, the kid he was four years ago in the Olympics. Or World Cup, um, but yeah, like they could, they 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 have a chance to do some damage. I think it could be a sneaky bet to get you know quarterfinals, maybe even beyond type thing. Well, I mean, Zach Zach Steffen just uh, went out on loan to Middleborough too, so he's getting out of the backup role. So he'll actually be playing. A lot of minutes going into uh, the World Cup in November. Matt Turner is going from the Revs to uh, the Gunners with Arsenal, and then 
Horvath is with is with a uh, Nottingham Forest, so yeah. I mean, and if we if we can get Gio Reyna healthy, fucking Borussia Dortmund, man, they have so many injury problems. It's so hard to, like get behind uh, BVB with their injury issues. I mean, like, even when Pulisic was there, he was it seemed like he was hurt constantly. And Gio's there; he's hurt now. Um, Weston McKinney's with you with a uh, Juve, and he he got hurt. I don't remember what happened to him, but he got hurt at some point too. So I mean, as long as these guys are healthy by November, this might actually be one of the best sides for the U.S. to go into the World Cup in ever. Quite honestly, this this might this might rival the 2014. Yeah, and I mean, looking at at the at the opposition, there's not really a team that that you know. I mean, England, England, but like other than that. Who else do we have? Who else do we have in our in our draw? England. Who is it? Iran and Ukraine or Wales? No, we got Wales. Wales. Yep. And, G- and Gareth Bale. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> that's that's not one I yeah. want to think about. I don't know. I, I think they'll surprise a lot of people. I think they can they can definitely finish top two in that group and move on. Because um, you don't have to finish first. You know, just gotta just gotta do enough to move on. I could see like England, Wales, and I mean Iran. I think we beat Iran. Um, that's a lock. England, I think we beat too. Just because I don't think they were as they were. Um, I, I think we draw in, like the England of yeah. I think we draw in. I, I I think that that one that's a draw. Iran, you should beat, but you can't take them lightly. And no. Gareth Bale is the X factor for that. So, I mean, if you can shut him down, you probably have a chance. I see Sadie in the background. Oh, just dude. Just, uh, just going fucking crazy. We found a tennis ball yesterday. For We have a huge toy bin right here, right by the, the, the flat screen. And she just digs through it every once in a while. She'll get in a mood where she'll pull out six, seven toys because she's like, pay attention to me. And then leave them scattered everywhere. Well, yesterday she finds a tennis ball at the bottom because she dug all the way to the bottom to get the tennis ball and was just so unbelievably ecstatic about it. We're like, what in the hell are you doing? That's awesome. It's not. Well, that's about an hour. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has. That it has. Um... But yeah, you know, good things in the works as far as uh, next few episodes dropping with that four-part series is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we'll probably do the giveaway for the newspaper uh, during one of those episodes as well. Dude, I gotta look at like what the fuck Sierra is buying on Amazon on my Amazon account. Dude, what the fuck? Sweet and smooth Western dread. What the fuck is this? It's an Italian salad. I don't. You tell me. Whatever. Is she gonna be chefing it for you? Or no, dude, I'm the one who makes dinner. I I'm the one who makes dinner ninety nine percent of the time, and she hates it because fucking. 
<laughs> Nothing but grilled cheeses for Jared. Oh my god, Bruh. she ordered a bunch of shit big. today. Holy crap, what the order? Were you just bored at work and just ordering shit today, honey? Oh my god, hair clips? Let's see what else. Oh, we got hair clips. Welcome to my life, by the way. Uh, hair clips, what is it? Looks like ice bag, possibly. Yep, reusable ice bags. Okay. Like like the ones for like injury, not like the ones that go in your in your one fridge. Yeah. Got you. Um lip balm, a lip balm holder, and it looks like a new backpack. That it is. That it is. What kind of money did I'm gonna text her now for what she spent so much money on? Kind of Unbelievable. Comes in waves. <laughs> Oh well, this is what it is. Yeah. Hey, end of the day, wrapping it up. Feet on the ground, ten toes down. Still champs. Love it. We'll be getting into the uh, four part, the actual four part series, uh, which we've been kind of preparing for. Um, it's going to be a doozy. Going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, super, super excited for those conversations uh, to drop because it's going to be like I've got notes back to like oh oh two. Like, it's going to be, like, buckle up type. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but had to drop something for y'all because we just, we, we needed to. And uh, hope everyone out there is, you know, just taking it day by day, you know, end of the day. It's still chance. I'm in the studio cooking up music Cause I know I never got time to waste This is a decision I gotta make Made it here, I can't stop now Had to make what I got now This is the life I chose, seen the highs and lows I've been getting what I want now Middle finger to the middle man Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.